Bucks beat the Rockets 125-105. Um, just waiting for uh, for some more people to get in here. Anyone who's interested at all in um, you know talking, or you can just request, and I'll have you join. But 125-105, the Bucks beat the Rockets. And this game was all about Giannis's offense and Brooks' defense. Um, good to see them take care of business. Didn't play with their food. Nice 20-point win. They led comfortably the entire way. Started this game up either 11-0 or 13-0. And just, yeah, never really looked back. It never was uh, really that close. Rockets got it down to, I believe, 12 in the early third quarter, they came out hot from three in the second half. But again, Bucks. I mean, it's just a good sign to be able to kind of withstand that and get that lead back up to, you know, whatever they got it up to, which was in the 20s for the most part. And, yeah, I mean, the defense of Brooke Lopez was incredible. Five blocks. The Rockets just continuously tried to go at him, and it never worked. And... It was, I mean, it just shows his value to this team. Anyone who ever tries to tell you that Brooke should be traded, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like against ever trading him, but anyone that tells you that we should be trying to trade Brooke Lopez, just do not listen to them because this game is a perfect example. These first two games, perfect examples of why he's so valuable to this team. He completely unlocks us defensively. And yeah, I mean, teams are just afraid to even go in the room against us. It's incredible. Um, but offensively, it was the Giannis show. I think this is one of the best games I've ever seen from him personally. 44 points, 12 rebounds, 3 assists, 17 of 21 from the field, 2 of 3 on threes, uh, 8 of 13 from the line. Really just, I mean, he was absolutely dominant. Anytime he wanted, he was scoring. And if he played enough, I mean, he only played 28 minutes. That, that That's all in 28 minutes. If he really wanted to, uh, you know, played enough minutes and made an, uh, you know, big attempt to score a ton of ton of points in this game, he easily could have put up like seventy. And you know, if he simply played like forty minutes, and the guy was just unstoppable. Hit some, hit a mid range, hit some jumpers. Drew started out super hot. I think he had twelve in the first quarter, and. Didn't do a ton scoring-wise after that, but 19 points, 10 assists, only two turnovers. That was a good Drew Holiday game. Good to see him bounce back. And then Bobby was pretty good off the bench with 13. Grayson added 11. Brooke with some threes in the first quarter. And again, after that, it's like it just was kind of, okay, give the ball to Giannis and uh, we'll watch him dunk it. And so just a... Very, very good performance overall. And it, again, it's good to see them not mess around, let this game get super close. They just took care of business from the get-go. On the defensive side of things, um, as I said, obviously, Brooke Lopez was the main, <laughs> just amazing game from him. And then I thought our guards were pretty good too. Early on, obviously, Jalen uh, yeah, Green was going off for a little bit there, but he ended up 22 points, 6 of 19 from the field, so definitely cooled down. And, I mean, the Rockets on two-point shots shot 20, if my math is correct, 20 of 56, which is what, like 35, 36%? I mean, that's 
absurd to hold a team to a 36-ish percent from two. And it was kind of just, I mean, our three-point defense wasn't fantastic. They were 16 of 37, but it was like we just completely took away the interior. And they kept trying to go to the interior, which didn't make much sense. I mean, Brooke just consistently was swatting shots and just contesting everything, and they could not score in, around the rim. I'm not really sure why they kept trying to do it, but they did. That's good for us. And so, yeah, I mean, defensively, we have looked fantastic so far. Gave up 105 today, which that alone is really good. But, I mean, some of that was even in garbage time. And it's like, I mean, our you know, first half we got 48. And this defense looks really, really good. Rockets aren't – I mean, the Rockets are not a bad offensive team at all. So um, that's – Holding them to 105 is pretty good. They had, what, 125 against the Grizzlies the other night, last night. Um, but, yeah, I, as I said right when I, you know, right when I hopped on, this was Giannis's offense and Brooks' defense that just completely carried us in this game. And um, that, I mean, again, it, it just shows Brooks' value to this team. And hitting the threes as well, like when Brooks' able to, not only do that defensively, we always know like what he's given you defensively, and, and he's been even better than that so far this year, even better than you know we anticipated him to be defensively. I mean, right now he looks like a first-team all-defense player. I mean, so far. It's only two games, but um, that's how good he's been on the defensive end. And then shooting-wise, I mean, he's – what did he – he ended up three of six from three. Hit, the, hit all three of them, I believe, in the first quarter, maybe the first half, but – and he was hitting threes the other night. It's like, if you're getting it on both ends from him, I mean, that's just fantastic. And it, you're never, like, the people that want to get rid of Brooke Lopez, who in the world are you going to get that gives you what Brooke Lopez gives you? Because there are so, so, so few guys that can protect the paint the way Brooke Lopez protects the paint. He's arguably the best in the league as, as a rim protector. And you need to get someone who can replace that because it helps Giannis, it helps Drew, it helps our whole defense. Jan doesn't have to play on ball a ton. He can roam. Talked about this, you know, last night, last night, or not last night, Thursday night after the Sixers game. It's like if Giannis is forced to play center full time, it hurts our defense, which we've seen that in the playoffs. And it's fine putting Giannis there for a little bit, but I mean, to do that full time, you just can't. It's like you need someone to be able to be this rim protector and also have the ability to space the floor offensively. And it's, Brooke is like one of the only guys that can do that. There's no replacement for Brooke Lopez. There's nobody that fits our team like he does. Sure, he's slow. Sure, he's unathletic. He's not the prettiest player out there. That doesn't matter. Like, this dude is damn good on our team. And, um, you know, I don't – like, that's why age, age and youth and athleticism to me, you need a good mix of, of vets and, you know, some athleticism. It's like – but age and youth and athleticism is a little bit overrated to me. I, I I don't think it's something that, oh, my God, the Bucks are screwed. They don't have athletes. They don't have – besides, like, Giannis. I mean, it's like we're old and unathletic outside of Giannis. Who cares? Like, these are all winning guys. These are all guys that fit together perfectly. We're And this team is still getting Chris back and Pat back. And it's like this is a damn good team, and I'm excited to see how far they can go this year. Um, but – as I mentioned, if anyone does want to, uh, you know, have has anything they want to say, feel free to request, and I'll let you join and say something. But um, 
yeah, I'm I'm definitely very pleased with what I've seen so far this year. Sixers, who we played on Thursday, uh, lost today to the Spurs, are now 0-3, so very surprising there. Um, I It's early. I thought the Sixers would be really good this year. I picked them as my number one seed in the East, but not looking good on that front. And so right now, I mean, to me, it's looking like it, it again, super early, but it, it, it is looking like Bucks Celtics are still those two teams in the East that um, it's going to run through those two teams. It's going to come down to those two teams. We look, you know, like the two best teams in the East. And um, this was one that, I mean, I, going into this game, I felt good about Rockets mainly because the Rockets were on a back-to-back. It, they do feel, the Rockets feel like a team that, I don't know, like traditionally would kind of give us fits if they can get hot from three. And we saw it in the first quarter. Jalen Green started, you know, hitting threes and stuff. Very good to see them, you know, again, I, I talked about this earlier. The Bucks just stepped on it. They did not let this game get close. They didn't play with their food. The Packers could take a, a lesson from the Bucks in this game. Not messing around and just saying – we are the much better team, and we're going to show it and not look back. Uh, DB, I'm going to let you join here. DB, what's going on, my man? Uh, if you have a take, if you have something you want to say, the floor is yours. All right. Yep, just real quick, just noticing the uh, – with 56%, that's huge to me. Uh, and they, they just look deep to me. It's like without – like you were saying, without Connaughton, Obviously, without Chris, uh, for what few more weeks, roughly they they look deep. Like, yeah, this and, is this is a really really good team. I mean, a, a deep team, even with and again, you watch this and you're like, wow, this you know the Bucks are really good. And then you kind of keep forget about the fact that hey, we're getting Chris Middleton back, we're getting Pat Connaughton back. Like this team is definitely deeper than I think people give them credit for. Um, even Bucks fans, I think, are are sometimes the biggest critic of the Bucks and their depth and again their athleticism and all that stuff. It's like this team is good. Like there are plenty of you know solid good players on the bench. George Hill's playing pretty good to start the year. Um, yes, some you know again I I was a, a everyone including myself was a, a George Hill hater all off season and <laughs> he's been he's been playing fine. He's been he's been contributing. Um, Bobby Serge was pretty good tonight. Warrell looks solid as a scorer. Um, and then, of course, Wesley Matthews is always going to be good. And it's like you, you're going to have Javon coming off the bench later. And um, there's just plenty of guys that are, are contributors on this team. Pat Connaughton is going to be coming back. Like, it, it, there's this is a deep, deep team. And obviously, the top three guys are damn good. The top four guys are damn good. And so, yeah, I mean, just not a whole lot to complain about so far this year. There's just nothing that uh, – no, not at Nothing all. Nothing that comes up that's really super alarming yet. And and stuff's going to come up. We're going to have, you know, stretches where I'm sure, you know, Brooke might have a bad stretch, and all of a sudden the takes will be flying about, oh, wait, oh, Brooke's washed now. And it's like, guys, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, relax. All right. Like, look at the look at the big picture rather than just, a, a you know, a couple games and a couple stretches. It's like, this team's good. This team fits together. I'm very excited to see them when they get back to to full strength and um, again can really show off their their full depth because um, it, it they look pretty deep as is and with those two guys coming back it'll be awesome. But yeah, DB, thank you for uh, thanks for joining. Appreciate sure. it. 
and yeah, 50, when we shot 57% from the field in the first half, we were even, I mean, we were lights out in the first half. Giannis, Drew, and Brooke were incredible in the first quarter. 30 points on 11 of 12 shooting and 5 of 5 from 3. And the Bucks led, I mean, we led by 18 after 1. It was, it was over from the get-go. We started 10 of 15 from 3 and ended up shooting 16 of 31. So even with a pretty, you know, bad for, you know, last two and a half quarters, they shot 52% from three. And, um, yeah, so really, really honestly, just not much to, to complain about in this game. I thought everyone played pretty well. And there's nobody that really sticks out as, like, a, a problem right now. Got a couple requests here. Michael, I'm going to let you join first, and then I'll get to you, Aiden. Michael, what's up? Um, what you got? Yeah, I was just going to talk. You know, being aggressive, attacking, finding spots when the shoot a three. I think that's just a lot. I mean, I can say everything about you, but that's. But this year, elbow is. You're uh, you're breaking up on me a little bit, but from I mean, I just got small parts of that. Um, I I heard about Giannis taking you know figuring out when uh. Right now. Yeah, uh, you you broke up on me a little bit there. The parts I got were. I heard you. I heard you saying stuff about Giannis knowing when to take threes and um, something along those lines. But yeah, I thought he was. I mean, this was a super smart Giannis game. This was him taking what the defense gives him, and they gave him everything tonight. I thought on Thursday he also was just taking what the defense gave him and didn't need to score a ton in that game. He ended up with twenty-one, but had like eight assists. Um, didn't turn the ball over much, and it's like. That's what we need from him. Just, just you know, and, and he's always going to be amazing, but it's like he, he's kind of realizing, hey, you know, I don't need to go out there and force anything. I'm going to go out there and take exactly what they give me. I'm going to go out there. I'm not going to, you know, go try to score 50 points. I'm not going to go try to just take over the game completely all the time. If he can, he will, and we saw that tonight, but it's like he's just going to go take what they give him, and he's going to go make the right plays. The threes, yeah, they were, they were you know, it wasn't him taking dumb threes. It, it they were all pretty, um, I mean, smart threes, I guess. And and two of them went down. Again, nothing ever felt forced. It was just like the easiest forty-four point game you've ever seen. Um, and not not sure if this completely, you know. Again, I didn't hear exactly what you what you had uh, had had said. Some of it broke up, but um, yeah, just if if the main thing you were talking about was was Giannis and him being a little bit smarter, taking what the defense gives him it's definitely been noticeable to this point. It's something he talked about in the off or in the days leading up to the season where he was like, I don't need to go average 30. If I had to average 20, I, you know, I'll do that. I'm going to do whatever we need to do to just get wins. And um, again, just take what, take what they give them. And if they give them 40, they'll give them 40. And the, the Rockets just had absolutely nobody to even start to guard him. Jabari Smith, welcome to the league. 
here's Giannis dropping 40 on you. I mean, they there was just from the get-go, it was like this team has no size. Give the ball to 34 and get the hell out of the way. And that's what they did. And just absolutely no uh no stopping it. Aiden, your turn. You have the floor. We'll see if this is uh we'll see if this connection works a little bit better than the the last one, but Aiden, can you hear me? Yep. All right, what you got? Well, obviously, Giannis, great game. Um, yep. I reckon some of them, the refs called too much fouls on him. On Giannis? Yeah. I meant, like, as against, far as, against like, Giannis. Yeah, like, as far as offensive fouls and stuff? Yep. I thought there was one that was a uh, – that there was one where he kind of got hacked and then ended up kind of, like, chicken-winging the guy a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I saw that. They called it a little bit ticky tack, and I feel like, in general, that that stuff does happen a little bit more than, uh, you know, he's a tough guy to officiate. I I try not to get too upset at the at the foul calls sometimes, because yeah. I understand, you know, Giannis if he's driving in the lane, fifty times a game, there's gonna be missed calls. There's gonna be calls that go our way that shouldn't. There's gonna be calls that go against us that shouldn't. It's just he's a hard guy to officiate. Yeah, that's fair. But, yeah, I mean. It's always going to be that way, I think. So They're, every single game you'll be able to find a few that are, you know, bad calls. But try not to uh, try not to get too upset about it. But appreciate you uh, appreciate you calling in. All right, see. You. Next up, we got Calvin. Calvin, what's up? Cal, can you hear me, Cal? Yeah, can you hear me? What's going on? Yep. Hey, um, mine's pretty short and sweet, but I just wanted to say that the start of this game was really refreshing to see, especially after last year, uh, with closing out on three-point shooters. Um, you know, it looked a lot better than last year. We didn't give up too many wide-open threes to start the game, but I noticed that that kind of faded away as the game progressed, especially in the third quarter. I noticed um, we were sagging, like, behind screens um, and pick-and-roll offense by Houston. Uh, and it was leaving a lot of open threes for guys like Jalen Green. Um, and I just wish they would stick with that defensive scheme that they were with in the first quarter, especially because they were doing a really good job on closing out on three-point shooters, which we didn't see a lot last year. Yeah, absolutely. And that is something that I had in my notes as well, where I was like, the, the first two quarters, first half, was very good. You know, they were I – don't, I don't have the Rockets' first half – shooting at you know on me right now but um that was you know they were they and they showed it in the first game just taking away the three a lot more um something that has been a huge focus or not focus but just a huge problem for them in the past was giving up threes and it's starting to become more of a focus of, of preventing it and yeah that second half the, the rockets came out that's how they got they took the lead down to like from 20 to like 12 yeah because the uh, you know they hit some threes. Bucks were sagging off a little bit, and so, um, you know, glad we were able to figure it out. But I completely agree. I'm I'm looking forward to them kind of continuing to to nail that down and not overhelping them. The main problem is overhelping a lot of the time, and they've kind of you know again their whole focus has been protect the paint at the risk of of three pointers at times, and so. God, but again, when you have these good individual, this was this has been my argument the entire time. When you have individual defenders that are really, really, really good, Drew, uh, Chris when he's back, 
Chris isn't a fantastic defender, but he's good enough to guard someone one-on-one usually. Um, obviously Giannis, Brooke Lopez in the paint. You don't need to send three guys at, at a player when he drives to the rim. Like, if Drew's on him, okay, let Drew handle him. If they do get by Drew a little bit, you've got Brooke waiting there. You don't need to send another guy from the corner and leave a corner three wide open. And so that's kind of always been my gripe is, like, again – don't send multiple guys if you don't really need to because a lot of our guys can handle guys one-on-one or um, even if they don't, again, we have we have the protection in the paint that can uh, make up for it. And so I just, yeah, this is something I've been wanting to see for a while. I'm definitely excited by what I saw in the Sixers game in the first half of this game. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it shows in our defensive numbers. Like it shows in, in the opposing offenses. As soon as we went away from that, they started hitting some threes. That's what kept this game close for a second there. And then as soon as we kind of fix that, all right, you know, we're we're back off and running. So definitely notice that as well. Yeah, and back to that Sixers game, I thought it was really funny. The the West three at the end. It was pretty uh, you know, it was it was just like our defense last year when Tobias overhelped on the yep. Grayson drive. It was really funny to see because I was like, Hey, that's just what we would have done last year. It's pretty funny. Yeah, and those and those play like it, it happens from our side a lot. And then in, in that type of situation, I'm like, why are you, why are you overhelping on Grayson Allen? Like what, like Grayson Allen's not going to break someone down one-on-one. Like, yeah, let, let a guy, let a guy go, you know, let a guy guard him one-on-one if he needs to. And it's like, you overhelp and leave a good three points. You're open. That's something the Bucks will often do. And it's just like, you know, why are you like, you don't need to, I get that the, you know, the, the most efficient shot in basketball is a shot right around the rim. Like, that it, it, it is the closer you are, the, the more efficient the shot is for, um, you know, it, compared to a, a mid range or even threes. But, um, it's at some point, it's like, again, if you have individual, individual defenders that can handle these guys, let them take a contested close two over Brooke Lopez yep. compared to an open three, which at that point is a more efficient shot if you're an open three compared to a contested, contested from one of the best defense, rim protectors in the league uh, layup is probably less efficient than a three, than a wide open three point shot. Right. So something that I think we all are looking forward to, it's refreshing to see them being open to changing it up, not being too stubborn. And uh, yeah, that's something I think, I mean, Bud needs some credit for that as well. If we do continue with this and, and change it up, willing to adjust and change the defense a little bit, not just be too stubborn in their ways. Something that, you know, a lot of us doubted he could do. We doubted he could, you know, really make adjustments before that 2021 finals run. And he showed us he could like, he's, he's proven a lot of our doubts wrong. Um, And I think he deserves credit for that. Definitely. But yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for hopping on Calvin. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Going to wrap this up. The Bucks are two and oh, Next game, I believe, is Wednesday against the Nets. Yes, Wednesday against Brooklyn. Big one there. Um, and hopefully the Bucks can start 3-0. Until then, go Packers tomorrow. Let's hope they don't disappoint us. I'm sure they will. I'm sure the defense will, uh, will disappoint. I'm sure the offense will be lethargic for three quarters. But, hey. We have the Bucs. The Bucs are back, and that's all that matters. 125-105, the Bucs win. My game ball goes out. It's, I'm going to split it. I'm going to split it between Giannis 
and Brooke Lopez. I want to give Giannis the offensive side of it and Brooke the defensive side of it. So we're splitting it. It's hard. I mean, for it, Brooke had to be really, really good defensively to even, you know, get consideration for a game ball in what I think is arguably one of the best games Giannis has played. I've seen him play. So that speaks a lot to how good Brooke was on the defensive end. Folks, we're 2-0. Life is good. And uh, thank you all for joining. Appreciate it. Talk to you guys later. Go Bucks.